0: Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. For
1: a better breakfast, start with Cheerios. It's made from oats, good old-fashioned nourishing oats, all ready to eat. And now, Cheerios presents... The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful ballad, Cato, Brett Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure of Miss Case Keeps a Secret. Do you like good things to eat? If you do, just try Cheerios for breakfast. Taste that mouth fresh, toasted oat flavor, the flavor that has helped make Cheerios one of America's top favorite breakfast cereals. You'll really go for Cheerios. And remember... Every delicious bite helps to give you real strength and energy and endurance because Cheerios is outstandingly nutritious. It's made from oats, and oats, you know, is one of the very best of all the cereal grains for growth and energy. Try it, Cheerios, made from good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat. C-H-E-E-R-I-O-S, Cheerios. And now, the Green Hornet strikes again. publisher of the Daily Sentinel and as the Green Hornet, made it virtually impossible for Britt Reed to spend much time in social life. But he couldn't decline an invitation to the Rockmore Ball without offending one of his father's oldest friends. <laughs> Glenn Rockmore's home was a brilliant scene on the evening of the party, and a fortune in jewels adorned the city's wealthiest ladies.
0: In all the years I've worked for the Daily Sentinel, Mr. Reed, this is the very first time I've danced with you.
1: Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed it, Miss
2: Case. And I'm not saying that just to be polite.
0: Well, thank you. Oh, you've been charming. But then everyone's been charming. It's hard for me to believe I'm here as a reporter. Thanks for the assignment. Well,
2: you said you wanted to try all kinds of reporting. This is your chance at the Society page.
0: It oh, was grand of you to give me the ten.
2: Well, I was very... Miss Case, I can't believe it. Huh? Are my eyes deceiving me, or is that Michael Axford over there near the door?
0: Michael here? Why, why it is. And wearing white tie and tail. Oh, oh, no. I've got
2: to find out about this. Come on.
0: I'm with you. You suppose he's crashed the gate? Axford wouldn't do that. I wonder if he managed his necktie without help.
2: Axford!
3: Oh! Oh, hello, Reed. <laughs> My golly, I didn't see you coming up, but I saw you dancing. Suffering snakes. Casey, it's you.
0: Hello, Michael.
3: Oh, golly, I wouldn't have known you. <laughs> Casey, you look like a million dollars.
0: Well, you look pretty swell yourself.
2: Well, how come, expert? I didn't know you knew the Rockmores. Well, uh,
3: Reed, I know I'm sort of professionally.
2: Professionally? Oh, you, uh, you've
3: you been dealing in international investments? No. You see, I'm here as a guard guard. Yeah. Rockmore thought he'd better have some plainclothesmen around here on account of there being so many jewels. Some of my friends from police headquarters was assigned to the detail.
2: But you haven't been with the police department for ten years. Well, I offered to give the lads
3: a hand, so they let me come along.
2: I see Rockmore has private detectives as well. Uh, You're talking about Palmerston? Yes. Who's he? The slick, dark-haired fellow over there near the punch bowl. His uh, specialty is evidence in divorce cases.
3: Well, he went to Rockbourne and said he had an inside tip from an unrevealed source that there was going to be a robbery attempted by the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet?
2: I uh, I thought they'd been pretty well established that the Green Hornet was not a crook.
3: Well, I don't know, Reed. All along I've been saying that I still had suspicions about the Hornet. That... Hey, you. Hey, okay, let go of my arm. Just a minute, Wardell. I want to speak with you. How come a guy like you with a jail record got a job as butler here? Now, listen, Axford, I'm straight. I've been straight ever since I finished my stretch. I've been working as a waiter, and I was hired from the agency for tonight. Uh, well, watch yourself, Wardell. You think I won't? I don't want any more of the pokey. Not me. I'm straight. What did all that
0: mean, Michael?
3: I remembered the guy. His name's Wardell. He did a stretch in the Hoosgow, and I tell him... Good <coughs> Suffering snakes! Best case, stay right here.
2: Come with me, Axford.
3: Stop him! Stop him! Come on, get light. That's Mr. Rockmore. Stay
2: close to me, Axford. Let's get over there.
3: I've been robbed! I've been robbed! I have him! Come on, come over here and help me. That's Palmerston. Hang on, Palmerston. Make way there. Let us through. Come on. Help! Let us help there! Confounded crowd!
1: A smashing of a window added to the confusion, and it was several minutes before candles could be found and lighted to reveal the scene. Palmerston lay on the floor, apparently unconscious. Britt Reed, Axford, and several others
2: bent oh. over him.
3: Oh, my jewels, my necklace. He stole everything. Move back,
2: please, Mrs. Rockmore. We've got to give Palmerston plenty of air. Well,
3: he doesn't seem to be wounded. What's the matter with him? I heard him yell. Yeah, me too. He had him someone, him. but the spalpine got away. Now,
2: Palmerston seems to have been knocked out.
3: Oh, what? What hit me? You're all right, Palmerston. The lights. I, I remember the lights went out. Oh,
1: they're still out.
2: We're using candles.
1: Ah, a man. I I grabbed him in the darkness. and He struggled, and then, then he produced some kind of a weapon. It was
3: gas. Uh, did you see him? Why didn't you hang on to him? Gas. I couldn't breathe. I choked. By God. Listen, Palmerston. Could you see anything of the guy's face? Yes. He was masked.
1: Mask?
3: I recognized the mask.
1: It was the Green Hornet. <laughs>
3: Bald. Here you are, Mr. Eyewitness. The kind of Fest. more Here you are, Green Hornet named by detective. That's no happy By Gally Casey, you did a first-rate job of writing up last night's robbery. Oh, thank you, Michael. <laughs> you do all right as a reporter. And say, speaking of last night, you sure looked like a different person when you're all dressed up and with your hair done fancy. <laughs> and you had sort of sparkle in your eyes. <laughs> uh, maybe it was on account of you were dancing with the bar. Michael. <laughs>
0: well, what's the word from police headquarters about the robbery?
3: <laughs> oh, the cops are searching around the Rockmore house, looking for clues and finding not.
0: That man Wardell wasn't held?
3: Nope. He insisted on being searched because of his record. He wasn't involved.
0: No footprints outside the window?
3: Uh-uh. The ground's too hard to show footprints.
0: But it all happened so fast.
3: Uh, that it did, Casey. If Palmerston had only hung on to that thief for a couple of seconds longer, me and Reed would have got onto him.
0: Well, the thief must have hidden himself in the house all evening until the time of the robbery. That's
3: how I figure.
0: You really think it was the Green Hornet? Well,
3: sure I do. Didn't Palmerston have a tip-off in advance?
0: Well, he says he did.
3: Oh, golly. Look who's here.
0: Oh, well, Commissioner Higgins. Hello. Good morning, Miss Case.
3: How are you, Commissioner?
4: All right, thanks, Hexford.
3: How are you? Me? I'm fine. I was just doing some deductive reasoning about last night's robbery. Uh, is uh, Mr. Reed in?
0: Yes, I'll tell him you're here.
3: Me and Casey were just thinking. Maybe the thief did leave the house at all. Yes, Miss Case. You might have made leave. Commissioner Higgins is here to see you, Mr. Reed. I'll
0: be
4: right thief. out. Oh, we'll talk it over sometime, Axford.
0: Mr. Reed will be right out. Hello,
1: Commissioner.
2: Come
1: on in.
3: Thanks. Uh, see you later, Axford. Okay, Commissioner. i tell you about me theories.
2: I'm glad you dropped in. Uh, sit down, won't you? Thanks.
4: Brit, I think there's cause for alarm.
2: Well, because of last night's robbery?
4: Not exactly. That has something to do with it. Is uh, this office soundproof? Mm, Reasonably so. I don't know what was behind last night's robbery, but I have enough confidence in you to know that you knew what you were doing. Mrs. Rockmore's jewels will, of course, be returned. But,
2: Commissioner, I didn't
4: have anything to do with the Rockmore jewels. You didn't? No. That's strange. When Palmerston grappled with the thief, he saw a mask. He said it was the mask of the Green Hornet. Well, he may have seen a
2: mask, and it may have looked like the Green Hornet's mask. It wouldn't be the first time a criminal posed as a hornet. So, if that's the only thing that's
4: worrying you... No, it isn't. Then what is? Palmerston called on me this morning. He says he's found a clue that conclusively identifies the Green Hornet. A clue? Brett, you seem concerned. Well, I... Well, frankly, I am. Tell me. Commissioner
2: Higgins, I've lost a mask. A what, a mask? Yes. I have several. I used one a couple of weeks ago for that caper at the home of Councilman Grayson. I remember that. When I finished, I put the mask into the side pocket of my overcoat. When I reached home, it was gone. Hmm... Where'd you been? Lots of places. I took Miss Case home. We stopped for a bite to eat at Rodrigo's. I checked my coat. Later, I stopped at the civic club, checked my coat again. I I might have lost the mask in the streets. Or someone might have taken it from my pocket. So that's it. I, I can't figure it out. I
4: I've been concerned about it ever since. Armiston is shrewd even though he is unscrupulous. I don't like him, but I've got to admit he's no fool. If he found your mask and knew that the owner...
2: And he's smart enough to make the most of it. He'd lie low and watch for a chance to cash in.
4: Yes. What did you tell him when, when he said he knew the Hornet? Well, naturally, I asked him to tell me what information he had. He said he preferred to capture the man himself. If he exposes me, my usefulness will be ended. I hate that, Brett. The prison's hold many a crook would be free if it weren't for you. I would... Your phone? The intercom. Yes? Mr. Reed, Detective Palmerston is here. He'd like to see you. Palmerston? He wants to speak to you. He says it's
2: urgent. All right, Miss Case. Ask him to come in. You heard that, didn't you, Commissioner?
4: So, Palmerston is here. Yes. I, uh, I guess this
2: is it.
1: We'll continue our story in just a moment.
0: Keepers really wonderful. He's turned ten perfect handsprings in a row.
1: He's feeling his Cheerios. Yes, Cheerios, that energizing breakfast cereal made from oats. Good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat.
4: Cheerios is really swell for cold winter mornings.
1: That's right, because Cheerios provides plenty of the kind of inner warmth you need as protection against the cold weather. Now, perhaps you've had the idea that you must have a hot cereal in cold weather. But of course, what you want is a breakfast that will help keep you warm through the morning. And listen, for this purpose, it makes no difference whether the food itself is hot or cold. The heat produced by cooking does not help in keeping you warm. It's the heat energy units in the food itself that are important. That's why we want to remind you that Cheerios, even though it needs no cooking, provides just as many food energy units for sustaining body warmth as with the same amount of this famous oat cereal in cooked form. Try it and see for yourself. You get real warm-up power from a bowl of Cheerios. Ask Mom to get a package for you tomorrow. Cheerios, the only cereal with that famous, super delicious, fresh toasted oat flavor. The only cereal shaped like tiny golden brown, crisp little donuts. The cereal made from good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats. All ready to eat. Once you try it, you'll see what folks mean when they say, He's feeling his cheerios! Now to continue our story. For some time, Britt Reed had been worried about the loss of a Green Hornet mask when Commissioner Higgins reported that a private detective... Claimed to know the Green Hornet's identity, the young publisher wondered if his mask had been found. The commissioner was in Britt's office when Palmerston called. He left when the private detective wanted to see Brett Reed alone. Will you sit down? Thank you. I'll get right to the point, Mr. Reed. Your newspaper offered a substantial reward for the capture of the Green Hornet.
2: Well, Palmerston, that reward was withdrawn when it was established that the Hornet was not a criminal. Oh, but he is
1: a criminal. Stole the Rockmore jewels last night. That remains to be proved. I think I'm going to capture the Green Hornet tonight. You make it worth my while, I'll take one of your reporters along with me. What's your price? Your paper once offered $25,000.
2: Palmerston, I'll make an offer. You take a reporter with you tonight... And if you capture the Green Hornet and prove he stole the Rockmore jewels, I'll pay twenty-five thousand. It's a deal. I'll have Axford come in. Yes, Mr. Reed. Ask Axford to step in, will you, please, Miss Case?
3: Yes,
2: sir. What the?
3: You sent for me, Reed?
2: Good <laughs> Scott, Axford. Were you projected from a cannon? I
3: heard what you sent to Casey over <laughs> the intercom, so he didn't have to wait for her to pass it on to me. Um. Uh...
2: You know Palmerston, don't you?
3: Oh, sure. We were talking out in the other room.
2: <laughs> You're uh, going on an assignment with him tonight.
5: Yeah. What? What? What is it?
2: Palmerston expects to capture the thief of the Rockmore jewels.
5: Yeah? And at the same
1: time, I shall have the Green Hornet.
2: Suffering snakes. He has uh, inside information. Just the two of us? I think you'd better take someone from police headquarters with authority to make an arrest. Well, now, I
1: don't know about that, Reed. I I, I may have to do things. that are a little... Well, a little irregular.
3: And get Sergeant Burke. He'll cooperate in any plans you got. I'll go call him right away and get him lined up. Wait till he hears this. Oh, boy. Where <laughs> will we meet you, Palmerston?
1: Be at my office at 8 o'clock.
3: We'll be there. Me and Burke.
1: That evening, in his apartment, Britt Reed conferred with Cato his faithful Filipino valet while he prepared to go out as the Green Hornet. I, uh, I don't know what Palmerston expects to
2: get tonight, Cato, but he's up to something, and I propose to find out what it is.
1: Oh, yes, Mr. Breit.
2: At first, I was sure Palmerston had found that mask I lost, but apparently he didn't.
1: You think he suspects you, Green Hornet?
2: No, I'm sure he doesn't. Nevertheless, I'd feel more at ease if that lost mask were recovered.
1: You all ready to leave apartment now?
2: Yes. Axford and Burke are to meet Palmerston in his office at 8 o'clock. We'll park the Black Beauty nearby and follow them when they leave.
1: It was 8.15 when Palmerston stepped into his car, accompanied by Axford and his friend from police headquarters, Sergeant Burke. There they go, Cato.
2: Keep well behind them, but don't let them get out of sight. Yes, sir.
1: 15 minutes later, the private detective turned his car into the driveway beside a large suburban home. He parked it in the rear, turned off the lights, and led the way to the
4: dark house.
5: Hey, whose house is this? What are we doing here anyhow? This is where we catch the Green Hornet. I thought I'd have a key that would fit. I don't know we should be doing this, Axford. Who lives here? I don't know. This is John Langdon's home. Langdon? You mean the attorney? Yes. Come on in. Does Langdon know we're here? No one's at home. You needn't worry. This is a case where the end justifies the means. Close that door behind you. Golly, it sure is dark in here. Just stick close to me. I know my way around. We're going into the library. That's where we'll get the Hornet when he comes in. What's he coming here for? To settle an old grudge. A few years ago, when Langdon was prosecuting attorney, he sent the Hornet up for a stretch. But how do you know he's coming here tonight? My underworld connections tell me a lot of things, Axford. Now, here's the library. I wish we had a light. No, no, no lights. Just step in here and wait. Hey, Tony. I hope we don't have long to wait. Exford, what if we have to wait all night? It's worth it to get the Green Hornet. Yeah, but if John Langdon was to come home and find us here... He won't be home. How do you know? I sent him a phony telegram that called him out of town till tomorrow. Hey, look. There's someone outside the window. Oh, golly. Now, you two keep back. Stay right where you are. I'll creep over to that window and get him. And as soon as I give the word, Exford, you turn on the lights. Right. It's too dark to see his face. Wait, he gets into the room. He's opening the window. i got, got him!
3: Hey, what the... Yeah. Let go! Yeah. Turn on the right! Right! Let me go! Let me go! It's not a chance! I'll help you. I don't need
1: any help to handle this much. He's not as tough as I thought he'd be. <coughs> hey,
3: yeah. he's not even masked, hey. Wardell. War. That's right. Hey, what is this? Three of you. You're not the Green Hornet. Have you gone crazy? What do you mean we're not the Green Hornet? By you dirty little crook, you're the Green Hornet. No, no. Suffering snakes, Wardell. I can't believe it of you. I thought you'd been going straight since you got out of the hotel. I have been going straight, Axford. By sneaking in through the library window? Axford, who is this guy? Uh, his name's Wardell. He went to the pokey some time ago for a larceny round. And Langdon round. sent him there. So
1: you were coming back to get Langdon,
3: huh, Wardell? Oh, no, no. Let me see
1: what you got in your pocket. Stand <laughs> still. A gun, huh? Yeah, but hold and on. Wait I... a minute.
3: What's this? Holy crow, it's a mask.
1: A mask like the hornet wears. Of course it is, and this rat's the hornet. You're pretty busy these days, aren't you, Wardell? Last night at the Rockmores, and tonight you
3: hope to get Langdon. I didn't rob the Rockmores last night. You were there, by golly. I knew I'd be suspected. That's why I insisted on being searched. What about the mask in your pocket? I don't know anything about it. I swear I don't. It wasn't there when I left home. I. Oh, I get it. Palmerston, you're framing me. You sent me that note, and it was a phony. You put the mask in my pocket just now while you were searching me. Ah, oh, crooks like you always
1: claim they were being framed. I suppose if we find some of the Rockmore jewelry in your room, you'll claim that it was planted there. Oh, wait a minute.
0: Hey,
3: Wardell, what note are you talking about? I got a tip that the Horner was going to be here to crack John Langdon's safe. And that I could catch him if I got here before midnight and waited. Oh, you can tell that to the judge. You frame me, Palmerston. It'll be your story against mine. Oh, what chance have I got? Who'll believe me? I will. Hey, hey what? what's that?
1: <laughs> Britt Reed knew that he was taking a long chance because Palmerston, Oxford, and Burke knew him as Britt Reed. He took great pains to disguise his voice so he wouldn't be recognized.
3: Axford! Axford! That one's masked! There he is. That's the Hornet. That proves I'm not the Green Hornet. Well, get him! By golly, I will! Axford, look out! Some gas yeah. for you, you too! Oh, golly! Now, wait! Wait, don't shoot me! Hold it, Palmerston. Okay. You too, Wardell. You shot those two. You shot Axford and the cop.
2: They'll recover. Now, Palmerston, I'll deal with you. You played a slick game. Look, where'd you come from? You're not the only one with underworld connections. What do you want? You blamed me for stealing the Rockmore jewels. You blamed the wrong man, because when I get blamed for something, I collect.
1: Why, I don't know what you're
2: talking about. Yes, you do. If I'm charged with a jewel robbery, Palmerston, you'll be charged with the murder of John Langdon. Langdon's not dead. I can find him and kill him if necessary with your gun. Then where'll you stand? What? The death bullet'll match your gun. A check back will show that he left town on a wild goose chase because of a telegram sent by you.
3: Holy gee, Hornet. You could frame him.
2: Right into the electric chair. But,
3: but I... I, I, I
2: know, know I you stole the jewels. I know how you did it. You sorted a wire to blow a fuse. While the lights were out, you took the jewels and pretended you were fighting with the thief. You smashed a window and acted as if the thief had overpowered you and escaped. You knew Mrs. Rockmore well enough to know that she would not have her guests submit to a search. Where's the stolen jewelry? I. Uh, Have I. Have you t- planted any of it in Wardell's room?
1: No. No, not yet. Where is it? It. It's in my room, wrapped in a towel. Then
3: you did steal it, you crook! That's all I want to
2: know, Palmerston. No, wait, wait. What are you going to do? Put you to sleep. No,
3: no, wait.
1: Listen. No, no.
2: Happy
3: landings. Well, listen, Horner. Listen, I didn't mean no harm. Stop I, uh,
2: whining, Wardell. I'm going to give you a chance to get in solid with the police department. Well, what do you mean? Stick around till Burke and Axford recover consciousness. Tell them all you know about Palmerston. They'll carry on from there. If Palmerston shows any signs of recovering before they do, take care of them.
3: But... Uh, hey, wait. Where are you going? I'll be around. You just do as I've told you. Snap out of it! Wake up! Wake up and hear what Wardell's got to say. Suckling snakes! It's Palmerston that stole the jewels. Uh, what's that, Ashford? Hurry up, get conscious. The hornet's gone, and he left Palmerston unconscious. And Palmerston got the Rockmore jewels. Great day, Ashford. What are you saying? You tell him, Wardell. I got to call me papers. Oh, golly, what a story!
0: I'll see
2: you for a moment. Yes, of course, Miss Case. Come in. I've been reading the story Axford telephoned in last night. Palmerston's confession.
0: He didn't have a chance when the Rockmore jewels were found in his room. Oh, how stupid of him to think he could pass an ex-convict off as the Green Hornet. He
2: probably intended to plant some of the jewelry in Wardell's room. He'd keep the rest for himself. Wardell would be convicted and the case closed. But, uh, Miss Case, why this this sudden interest in the Green Hornet.
0: Well, Mr. Reed, I think he's wonderful.
2: Oh, uh, why that self-satisfied smile?
0: The mask that Palmerston planted on Wardell was phony. How do you know? This is the real mask of the Green Hornet. Where'd you get that? I took it out of the pocket of, of the Green Hornet's coat. Your coat. What? Uh-huh. I saw it while you were driving me home from Councilman Grayson. After I'd helped the Green Hornet.
2: I must be slipping.
0: I wouldn't say that. Give me credit for a little ingenuity.
2: Yes, I do. And and now you know. Well, Miss Case, Linda Travis found out about the Green Hornet. She helped me a couple of times.
0: She didn't stay in the city very long.
2: Well, the excitement and the risk were too much for her. She couldn't take it.
0: Well, I can take it. I wonder. Try me.
2: Very well, Miss Case. You asked for it. I'm going to put you on a story. You can help combat a ring of crooks who operate under the rule of three.
0: The rule of three?
2: Yes. Death has struck twice. The rule of three must be smashed by the Green Hornet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Rockmore jewels recovered. Private detective confesses guilt. Read all about it. Green Hornet cleared of. Set the Lexi
1: Here's a message for homemakers and everybody else who likes cake. There's a new Betty Crocker cake you've never heard about. It's the first really new cake in 100 years. Made with a surprise shortening, a liquid, never before used generally in cake baking. This cake's new in taste, new in texture, and so easy to make, even a beginner can follow the simple recipe. Listen for news of this totally new kind of cake on Betty Crocker, Magazine of the Air, next Friday morning over most of the same stations. You've been listening to The Green Hornet, brought to you by Cheerios, the breakfast cereal that's made from good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat. Be with us again next week at the same time when General Mills will again present The Green Hornet. This copyrighted feature originates in Detroit, and all characters, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Hal Neal speaking. Tomorrow night at the same time over many of these stations, there are thrills and action in another exciting adventure when the Lone Ranger rides again. This is ABC, the American broadcasting company.